We're yeah. live. Yeah, we are. This is happening. <clears throat> well, we're FaceTime. We're FaceTime live. FaceTime live. FaceTime live. Together again, but not really together. But So I'm on a different microphone than I usually am. On the mic. I need to pay attention this time and see how different it sounds on my mic than the one that I use like week to week. You're, uh, it's, it's a hot mic, and that's not a Will Ferrell bit, but it really is because the type of microphone it is. So it's my hand in. freaked out. <coughs> yeah, it comes yeah, in pretty hot. Oh, well, we'll like get it's, Pat to adjust it down. Hey, that's why we have is this Pat O. That's right. You know? He had a week of vacation, so it's, we need him to have to work this week. Yeah, and I know? could tell because on that last episode, I was a lot louder than you. Of course, I think that was also the day you weren't feeling real great. Okay, so, uh. <laughs> I, maybe I just like the sound of your voice. Uh, <laughs> no, I just mine was obviously a lot louder than yours. Is what I'm saying. Whatever, man. Thanks for that uh, <laughs> healthy critique on the air. Like you could have done that privately. Have you ever read Matthew 18? I mean, it's just what's it say? Uh, call your brother out on a podcast. Something like yeah, that's the uh, the message. The message version. Yeah. Don't have too much fun at the center saloon. <laughs> I love Proverbs one. Yeah, Psalm one, Psalm one too. Both of them are solid. Oh, hang on, let me get. I don't think I've read Psalm one. Hang on. Yeah, get that thing out. This is happening. <laughs> this is a live break. Okay, oh, back. he's back. No, I'm back. What does Psalm one say? Message me. In the message. <laughs> oh no, I grabbed the wrong one. This is just the New Testament. Hang on, I'm I'm on oh, it. Such a failure. You got it. Yeah, I've got U version. Sounds oh. like a plug. There you go. I went and grabbed the one off my shelf and I grabbed the wrong one. And for some reason they're considering the message of translation. So interesting mm. choice. Mm. Mm. How well God must like you. You don't hang out at Sin Saloon. <laughs> you don't slink along dead end road. You don't go to Smart Mouth College. That's Psalm 1. And, and, yeah. Instead, you thrill to God's word. You chew on scripture day and night. You're a tree replanted in Eden, bearing fresh fruit every month, never dropping a leaf, always in blossom. You're not like all the wicked who are mere windblown dust without defense in core. Okay, it's not really. Okay, wait, here we go. Verse six. <clears throat> God charts the road you take. The road they take is Skid Row. Skid Row. So Proverbs one, go over to Proverbs one because there it says something about if sinners come and tell you, let's load up our trucks and steal some junk, and murder some old women. That's good oh, too. So good, so good. The word of the Lord. Amen. The word of Eugene Peterson. Anyway, I'm going to try to scan through here and find the the good part. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dear friend, if bad companions tempt you, don't go along with them. If they say, let's go out and raise some hell. Let's beat up some old man, mug some old woman. Let's pick them clean and get them ready for their funerals. We'll load up on top quality loot. We'll haul it home by the truckload. Join us, in Join us for the time of your life. With us, it's share and share alike. You know, some people would read that and be like, yeah, sign me up. I just, uh, Sounds awesome. I just read an inappropriate word in front of my daughter from the Bible. It's so in the that. Bible, though. Yeah. Well, is it? <laughs> it kind of it kind of sounds like The Purge. Have you seen those movies? No, I have not. Well, don't. But that's what it sounds like. I only watch movies with Kirk Cameron. Oh. 
So, Sky Angel. Shall we start? Yeah. Well, hello, everybody. I'm Jared Hogger. He's Rusty Mott. Good afternoon. Together, we are one hour a week. A 30-minute ministry podcast. And uh, glad to have you along for the ride. I thought yeah, you together. wanted me like, to say it with you. You know, when you, together, we're... Oh, no, no. One hour... One hour a week. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Maybe next week. Probably well, we're on not, FaceTime, though. so there's a little bit of a delay, too. So even if we tried <laughs> to sync it up, it wouldn't work. Wheels off. Wait, try it again. Right. One hour... No, no. One, two... One hour... Oh, forget it. Oh, gosh. Well, we got a good episode today. Yeah, Mother's Day's coming up. Yeah, it is. Sunday. So we're just going to spend 30 minutes telling your mama jokes. Yeah, and here's what's even better about it, is that this is going to be released the day after Mother's Day. Yeah. So it'll be too late for any of this information to be helpful. But, and, but we also we, won't get in trouble. That's true. What we want to do is kind of zoom out and look at a little broader picture than Mother's Day. I guess what we want to talk about is Hallmark holidays. Is that what we? This is a good episode title, Hallmark holidays. What should we, as the church, and as Christians, do with the made-up, generic American holidays that have significance to people, no doubt, but really have no root in our faith and in our uh, Christian yeah. traditions? Let's start here. What do you guys do for Mother's Day at Pecan Acres? You know, years ago we would do the. Uh I think it's pretty standard. Have all the moms stand up and give them a flower or a keychain or a notepad and a pen or something like that. But we quit doing that uh, a few years ago because, I mean, let's be honest. How many? They don't do anything with them, right? They stick yeah. them in their purse or they go home and put it on top of the fridge and then never really yeah. use it. So, do y'all do that? Yes. Yeah, Am I stepping on your toes we, here? No, no. We're kind of the same way. Like I did stuff the first two or three years at Cornerstone, and then I kind of realized the same thing that we spend a bunch of money on and it's not they're very cheap items but by the time you multiply it times all the women in the yeah. church it gets kind of pricey and it doesn't really I mean I think they always do like the little bit of a gift and it's probably something we'll do every four or five years but we haven't done it in a while now because because of that very thing so uh, but I think there's some cool ideas I've, I've got some friends who their church does like fresh baked cookies, oh, that's a package good. of couple cookies and things like that. So, hey, ladies, we kinda, need we need all the women in the church to bake some cookies <laughs> to bake cookies so, so we, we can, can give them, them to away you. Mother's Day. So that kind of thing, you know, that's a. I think there are still some cool things you can do for that. Um, so Father's Day, y'all used to do the same bit, get the dads to stand up and all that. Right? Yeah, and it was a you know a keychain with a tape measure that said. You know, the measure of a man is heart or whatever. Amen. Uh, but Amen. yeah, same thing. We just don't do that anymore. I'll tell you what, though. Before I left Peachtree in Jasper, because um, we were in Jasper in the Pregnancy Help Center, the East Texas Pregnancy Help Center, plug, uh, was also yeah. in Jasper. So probably three or four years into my time at Peachtree, we decided that the money we would spend on Mother's Day gifts, we were just going to give that as an offering to the Pregnancy Center. And so we stood up and said that. We we said, hey, moms, you know, instead of giving you guys a, a pen and a notepad, uh, we're going to make a, a donation to the Pregnancy Help Center and help those new moms out. And if you'd like to contribute to that, you can do that today. And so we would take up like a love offering on Mother's Day to give to that ministry. And we did the same thing on Father's Day. with, And it kind of rotated because there's not a Father's Help Center in Jasper. 
Uh, yeah. But we would make a donation on that day uh, to some local ministry. I like that. I know that we, um, you know, back in the day, we just, it's a different time in 2018 than it was uh, 50 years ago. But, you know, there was the classic, hey, we've got flowers for the oldest mom and the youngest mom. Right. But then it gets awkward because the youngest mom is, you know, a teenager yeah, and might just be had a, a baby yeah. type of thing, you know, and it's like, what do, how do we handle this, you know? And, and of course, you know, uh, we want to treat everybody with, and the other awkward thing about Mother's Day is those who maybe haven't been able to have children, those yeah. who uh, have lost children and all of those things. It's such an emotionally loaded holiday. We, What we did last year is probably the favorite thing that we've done so far, and we're going to do it again this year. And it, it may lose its pop after a couple of years because, you know, if you do it every year, it's not the same. But I found a resolution that was written by a pastor up in – Nakona or something like up in North Texas. And I don't even know how we became Facebook friends. His name is Dave Woodbury. Uh, I don't even really know Dave personally, like a friend, a mutual friend was like, Hey, y'all should be friends. And we became friends on Facebook and he shared this resolution to be read on mother's day. And I, I don't have it sitting in front of me, but it it's powerful, man. It addresses those who couldn't have children, those who have lost children, those who've lost their mothers, those who have had an abortion. It addresses all of those people and just basically says, we grieve with you. We celebrate with you for that mom on her first Mother's Day. We celebrate for that mom or for that person who lost their mom. This is their first Mother's Day without her. We grieve with you. And it just kind of boom, boom, boom. And I mean, it was, there was a real heaviness to it when we got done. And it was kind of took what usually is like a, hey, moms, ladies in here, we got some free stuff for you. And it kind of made it a kind of a spiritually impactful moment. So yeah. I'm looking forward to doing that again this year. So what about stuff like patriotic? So 4th of July, Memorial Day. Um, I know a lot of guys, I mean, there's a tension there because one, we are grateful for our country and our freedom. And obviously yeah. your church probably has some veterans in it. So we don't want to yeah. ignore it. But at the same time, there is and it seems even more and more so now <clears throat> lately, like I think we, the church, need to be real careful that we're not uh, worshiping the flag of, of, above the Savior. And so uh, how do you guys walk that line? Do you have any philosophies kind of in place or things that we do every year or don't do every year? Or you just There go? is, I think there is a boundary that needs to be in place and you do need to be careful. Uh, I grew up in a church that was very patriotic, had the flag on stage and did all that. And, and I don't really, I don't have a strong, as strong an opinion as a lot of guys our age do. But uh, I think it needs to be very clear when you get there and when you leave who we were worshiping. Yeah. And so if that line gets blurred, I think it can be dangerous. But I think if celebrating our country in the context of what God has done for us and even prayer that our country would turn back to God it's and all of those things. I think that can be done in a way that is God honoring uh, instead of just propping up patriotism that it can right. actually be worship. But with that said, in the five years I've been at Cornerstone, we have not done a patriotic service. Uh, we do on Veterans Day and Memorial Day say, you know, ask veterans to stand on Veterans Day and, you know, pray and thank God for them. And then on Memorial Day, we usually have one of our veterans in our church who will get up and say just a few words and then pray for the families of the fallen. So those are very somber moments, obviously. Uh, but like July 4th, we, we make it an event to celebrate and we go and get behind our community's celebration. You know, like we go and hang out yeah. and 
watch fireworks, eat hot dogs, and have a great time and encourage people to do that. Uh, but we don't really do a big church bit on July 4th. So it seems like the two extremes are, one, you can go too far on these secular holidays. You can go overboard with the Mother's Day, Father's Day, Veterans Day stuff and, and kind of take Jesus out of the service for that day. Be like, hey, Jesus, you get the Sunday off because it's Mother's Day, right? Yeah. But the other thing we don't want to do is just totally ignore it because uh, I think I've mentioned this on here before, but one of the smartest things I've ever heard uh, came from Andy Stanley. He said, as preachers, we have to be careful that we don't that we don't miss an opportunity to answer the question everybody's asking and also don't waste your time answering questions that nobody's asking. So in a similar vein, when everybody wakes up on Mother's Day and gives mom the presents and does breakfast for mom and gives her the cards and it's Mother's 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 Day and then you come to church and you don't even acknowledge it from the stage. If you have your Bibles, and I hope you do, open them up to Romans (laughs) 1. We're talking about the wrath of God. It's just that balance that, you know, let's acknowledge it. Let's not pretend like it's not happening, but let's not make make it the focus of the service. Jesus is still the focus of what we're doing. Yeah, I, I like what our friend Jared Wilson, and I call him our friend because we both follow him on Twitter. Uh, but what Jared tweeted a few years ago was, uh, because I love moms, I'm going to preach Jesus today. Yeah. And, when yeah. Was, and I'm like, yeah, that's good stuff. But we, uh, what what about this one? This is a classic evangelical Christian bit. On Mother's Day, we preach like the Proverbs 31 woman and commend all the godly women in our congregation and just affirm the crud out of them so they feel real good. And then Father's Day, we beat the ever-loving <laughs> snot out of the men for you know, being in, crappy dads and husbands. In the you know 10 or 11 or 12 years that I've preached on Mother's Day, I've only preached Proverbs 31 one time and that one time that I did preach it, I, my message was, you will never be a Proverbs 31 woman. That's what I preached. <laughs> like you this is this great? unrealistic standard that you can't live up to. So rest in Christ and quit trying to do it all yourself. That was my so, Proverbs 31 sermon. That was basically my Mother's Day message last year. And to this day on the Cornerstone Sermon Podcast, that is the most listened to and downloaded podcast. There you go. Because I, I called it Stop Trying to Be a Proverbs 31 Woman. So, yeah. you know, you sh- share that on social media and everybody's like, do what? Well, so I'm preaching this Sunday and I'm doing Matthew eleven twenty eight, where Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I'll give you rest. So that'll be my Mother's Day sermon this year. Yeah. Moms, you know, quit trying to be super mom. Find your, find your rest and your identity and your satisfaction in Christ and not in yeah. being little Miss Pinterest, Etsy, Instagram perfection. Yeah. See, I'm kind of taking a different approach. I'm I'm going to just, you know, beat the snot out of the moms this year since they've had it <laughs> off so many. Them. <laughs> no, I, but I really am going to take the opportunity to do Titus 2 and talk about men and women, how, hey, one of the most important thing you can do in your life is model the faith and teach the faith to your children and then other younger women in the church. So I'm going to kind of uh, in, admonish them, not, well, that's not the right word, really more encourage them, but in a discipleship direction as opposed to, hey, you guys are doing great. Uh, it's, hey, let's think about this together. But yeah. a- again, you, you don't want to miss an opportunity to encourage people. Like I know last year, because I was mindful of that, I had a couple friends who made comments about that. Like, oh, we, we're sweet moms and bad dads that I really yeah. tried to be very encouraging and affirming on Father's Day as well. So it's, uh, it is an interesting 
interesting place we come to. And again, by the time people listen to this Monday, they will have already preached their Mother's Day stuff. Yeah. But uh, again, just to be mindful about how we respond to all of these holidays and how we engage, because really what this is is contextualization. We're talking about how Whoa, we engage. I've been practicing. We talk about... <laughs> Practice. I sound so country after contextualization. I mean, I've been practicing. practicing in big words, but but basically, this is engaging the culture. This is taking what the culture gives us and using it as a platform to be able to share the gospel. And Mother's Day, I think, is still among one of the top three or four Sundays of the year in church attendance for most churches. Well, yeah, that's another. You know, you were talking about being sweet to moms and mean to dads, but that's the other thing is that Mother's Day, you'll have more people in the pews and Father's Day, it'll be a low day, right? Which is a sad yeah. reflection on where our culture is. But yeah, Mother's Day, moms want to get up and take the kids to church. Father's Day, dads want to sleep in and go fishing, which is... Hey, wait. Wait I a mean, minute. Wait. Oh, oh. So I want to read a tweet from a guy named Andrew Worley, who I'm not sure who Andrew is. Let me see. I'm going to read his uh, bio here. He's the lead pastor of Anchorway in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. He's also an author and outdoorsman. So there's that, Andrew. But listen to this. Steamboat this was, Springs, Colorado. This was retweeted by Josh King from uh, Saxe's First Baptist Church there, Saxe's Church, whatever they call themselves, and also one of the hosts of the EST podcast, Established Church Podcast. And I'm pretty sure I heard Andrew Worley on that podcast interviewed about uh, ministering in kind of a resort town, Steamboat Springs. But all that long over-the-top introduction to read this, reasons I don't preach Mother's Day sermons. Number one, America invented Mother's Day. Number two, too many people have mommy issues. Number three, what kind of jerk challenges moms on Mother's Day? Mm -hmm. Number four, some can't be moms. And number five, she finally got her husband and kids to church and you're going to waste a sermon on her. So no. very blunt, and I could push back on yeah. some of that, but but I, I see what he's saying, and we kind of made that point too. It's a day that moms do get their families to church, and I know that probably a lot of those moms would appeal to us as pastors and say, preach the gospel. Yeah. Well, and that's so. what I'm hoping to do Sunday with, you know, where Jesus said, come to me if you're weird. Like, I'm going to start with moms. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use Mother's Day as a launching point to get into uh, the meat of that text, which is, like we can't justify ourselves by anything that we do, but we rest in Christ's accomplished work. So, so I'm using Mother's Day as a launching point, but that's not the point of my sermon. Yeah. So as we kind of start to wrap this episode up, let us invite you to Rusty and Jared's 4th of July Palooza podcast extravaganza for Jesus. It, and it's going to be on Father's Day weekend. <laughs> yeah, I'm most excited about the 24-hour marathon of God Bless the USA leading up to the 4th hey, of July man. Palooza. It'll just be an endless loop of lean Greenwoods. <laughs> so I, I think I've told you this before, but my first year in Coons, this was like a welcome back to Southeast Texas moment. We're less than six months back in Southeast Texas. And at the Coons firework display, which actually, man— they do a legit job. It's like 45 minutes of the finale. Like every, every five minutes, everyone's like, this has got to be it. And it just kept going and going. No telling how much money we blew up that night, but it's still pretty Your awesome. Your tax dollars at work. So, exactly. So there's somebody beside us in one of these side-by-side -side things, you know, a Ranger or whatever they call them, Polaris, or any of the, one of those side-by-sides. Yeah, Rhino or, yeah. 
that that had super epic speakers on it, you know, that's a thing now. You know, you got a system on your side by side, and two songs on repeat. Um, one was Toby Keith, um, the, the one red, about putting the blue, boot, whatever it yeah, is. red, white, and blue, yeah, putting the boot yeah. up the rear, and the other one, uh-huh. Toby Keith, American Soldier. <laughs> And it was like, <laughs> literally, for 45 minutes, those two songs, back to back to back on repeat, man. And, and as, as far the as night fireworks, went on... Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just saying, as the night went on, it got funnier and funnier. And, you know, we started singing along with them. Of course, I didn't know all the words to American Soldier, but by the end of that night, we were we were just killing it. I was going to say, as far as fireworks and music go... Go back and watch the Sandlot and that scene where the Ray Charles song is playing and oh, the fireworks yeah. are going off. Like that's still, I know it's the Sandlot, but that scene still gives me chills. Love it. Seriously, the Memorial Day weekend has been the weekend that we kind of watch the Sandlot every year. It's kind of we're trying to make that into a family tradition. Of course, Mallory and I realized last year that the kids aren't quite old enough for the Sandlot. <laughs> of course, we yes. didn't know that till we started watching it. I don't remember all these words. Yeah, exactly, man. Exactly. Well, this has been a fun episode. I've actually enjoyed this, man, and I hope uh, our listeners have as well. Yeah, happy belated Mother's Day to all the mothers listening. <laughs> all you moms, hope you had a good one. Fathers, we're not going to do another one. We've already we shot this bullet, so we already talked about Father's Day, so you're on your own. Hey, and follow God- him on Twitter. He's at Bro Rusty Mont. God bless America. He's at Jared Hollier. <laughs> uh, follow our sound uh, guru at Is This Pat O? Is This Pat O? And I would say follow us on Twitter at Hour a Week Pod, but we never tweet from there. So yeah. you can if you want, but you're not going to see anything. We're lazy. We're busy. Thank you. We got all these holiday sermons to write. That's right, man. All these uh, special holidays to make happen well after last week's episode i took a hiatus of saying drop the mic because you literally dropped the mic after viciously attacking beth moore <laughs> so i'm not gonna apologize for it that's what you're waiting for it's not happening oh i've already wrote an open letter to she you. had it coming <laughs> she had it coming i hope nobody sends her just that 15 seconds all right y'all <laughs> drop the mic